afternoon, my conscious co-creators. Welcome to another edition of the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. I am very, very pleased that you are here with me today. We've got an amazing show in store for you. I've got a truly awesome guest who I think you're going to love. We're going to talk about her new book, and I'm going to bring her on in just a moment. But first, of course, we have our quotes of the day from Mike Dooley in the universe and from Abraham to kick us off. So let's see what the universe and Abraham have in store for us today in this beautiful day in New York City. Okay, first, from the universe. A million-person army of followers who are inspired? You live each day in my authentic nature, surrounded by friends and laughter, wealth and abundance, peace and harmony? Just the tiniest tip of the iceberg. There's so much more. The Internet couldn't handle a full description. Really? However trite this may sound, you are a being of light with dominion over all things. The earth, sun, moon, and stars are your manifestations. Their profound mysteries and mind-boggling perfection only hint at the power and divinity you summon and direct every waking moment of your life. You are the very reason for these illusions. They were your idea, and each surprise they contain is subject to your bidding. You are amazing, eternal, blessed beyond measure, and at the dawn of an adventure that will see all of your dreams come true. A million-person army of followers who are inspired. You live each day in my authentic nature. Oh, sometimes you crack me up. TTFN, the universe. Ah, we love our quotes from Mike Dooley in the universe. Uh, reminding us, I guess, how, and this is something we talk about it a lot on the show, um, we are creators. And, and, and life, this world, this universe is here for us. I, I think I said it last week, life happens for us, not to us. The sun, moon, stars, the planets, everything, it's here to serve us. And they all do in a million different ways that uh, we have even no clue of. And I see on our our Facebook Live, Noreen, fellow talkradio.nyc host, uh, uh, says she believes and to preach. Thank you, Noreen. Great to have you back. Glad uh, you enjoyed your time in England. Um, So, yeah, uh, I I think today, and I think it's very apropos um, for our guest today, because we're going to dive a little deep into these mysteries of the universe and these manifestations and what it all means. So uh, I actually kind of like this quote. I think it says it all, so I don't need to say too much about it. Okay, so let's see what Abraham has in store for us today. You can be happy or sad. It doesn't matter. You get to choose. You can go this way or that way. You get to choose. Figure it all out as you go. There's not one right path. There are many right paths. Do anything you can do, which means think it or speak it or do it. That makes you feel better. That makes you feel a little better. Abraham. Okay. This is a good one because what Abraham is saying here is that we get to choose our path. We get to choose which direction we go, what we decide to manifest, you know, how we show up in the world, how we affect other people. Yes, Noreen, think it, speak it. Um, and, and what Abraham is saying is there's no one right path. You, that there are a million different paths, and it's really just our choice to choose which path we choose to step upon today. And one path will take us to the right and another one to the left, another one down to the center. One maybe will take us backwards because we're eternal beings. You know, we're spiritual beings have a physic- having a physical manifestation. We've got all of time to figure it out. We don't have to be so hard on ourselves. 
we don't have to be so worried and so concerned of like getting it right and I have to be perfect and I have to do the right thing and I have to send this lifetime and I have to get, get off of the wheel of karma and I have to do all this stuff. You know what? Your soul doesn't care. Your soul knows it undying, it is eternal and it's all perfect exactly the way it is. <laughs> Noreen says, uh, she always says, there are many ways to get to Brooklyn from where you are. Train, plane, bike, walk, run. Exactly, Noreen. And even if you take the train, you can take the train, you can take different train lines and still get to Brooklyn. Uh, we, we have such a tendency to judge ourselves and be so hard on ourselves and like, oh, I got to get it right. You can't get it wrong. Even when you make mistakes, you're not getting it wrong because every mistake is an opportunity to learn. Every experience is an opportunity to grow. Everything we pull into our life, it's okay. May not be exactly what we thought we wanted in the moment. May not be, we may not be feeling exactly what we want to feel, but you know what? It's all okay. Eventually, we'll work it out. And if you want to create something different, you can create something different. You get to choose. People often forget we have the most amazing power in the universe, which is the power of choice. And by using our power of choice, we can change anything, anything, merely by what we choose to focus on in any given moment. You don't like how you're feeling right now? Focus on something else. You, you, you feel stuck. You feel confused. You don't know what to do. Great. Focus on something else. Do something else. Exercise your power of choice. And it can all shift and change. All right. So two wonderful, beautiful, amazing quotes from Mike Dooley in the universe and from Abraham. And uh, just a quick shout out to besides Noreen, I saw Judy. I see George on the Facebook Live. Thank you guys for tuning in. Oh, Ben, Devorah, a oh, bunch of people on today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Well, uh, I'm kind of cutting it short. I usually talk a little bit longer about my quotes of the day, but I'm really, really excited about my guest. I've been wanting to have her on the show for a while now, and it is my pleasure to introduce to you Maureen St. Germain. I gotta ask her about that name too. So Maureen is a master teacher, a facilitator, and a best-selling author. She has over 25 years of experience in the area of mystical and sacred traditions. Known as the practical mystic, Maureen is a prolific teacher and facilitator of spiritual knowledge for contemporary life. So you see, she's my kind of people. As a clear channel from source, she is continuously researching, developing, and introducing new methods that will help you connect with your own wisdom channel and inspire your spiritual awakening. A lifelong interest in the Akashic Records resulted in her being granted access to this dimension that has been off limits to most of humanity for millions of years. Founder of Akashic Records International, Maureen is an extremely accurate Akashic Records guide and instructor. And her new book, let me hold it up here for the Facebook Live folks, uh, Opening the Akashic Records, is a clear and simple manual for the precise instructions for accessing the Akashic Records and confirming the accuracy of the information uh, you receive. Maureen has taught in 24 countries throughout Europe, Canada, U.S., Egypt, China, and Japan, and her books have been translated into Russian, Italian, and Chinese, and it is my extreme pleasure to welcome her to the Conscious Consultant Hour. Welcome, Maureen. Thank you, and thank you for having me. It's a real treat. I've um, wanted to be on your show for a while, so I guess it's mutual. Yes, yes. Um, I, I'm, I'm really thrilled. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm sorry we couldn't get you in studio today, but, but next time. Um, Thank you. So, so for those of my audience who maybe aren't quite as familiar with you, I always like to start off with just a, a little bit of, of your background. Um, was, were you always sort of deeply into spiritual life or was there something early in life or, or some incident or some series of incidents that kind of woke you up or, or, or sort of uh, nudged you or, or, or pushed you in sort of this direction? I'm one of those people that I was always into the spiritual life. Ah. When I was very little, I knew I was being watched by both benevolent beings and not-so-benevolent beings. Oh. I wasn't afraid. I was just okay. aware. You know? Okay. And um, 
my mother was very gifted and clairvoyant and, you know, didn't do anything uh, with it other than say, I dreamt grandma was going to die this morning, and she did, you know. Uh, um, okay. So I, I had that going for me, which meant it was a very safe environment for me to develop and explore. Mm. I read the Casey material when I was in my teens. Oh, wow. And when I was a young adult, maybe in my 20s, I remember telling my dad something that I had experienced, and he said, honey, it's okay that you told me, but don't tell anyone else. <laughs> yeah. We don't so, want them thinking you're a little cuckoo, right? <laughs> well, you know, he was very supportive also, uh-huh. and he was also um, pretty plugged in. He actually studied with Jose Silva. Oh, wow. Okay. And um, um, my parents both went to that class that mm-hmm. Jose Silva did. And um, my dad learned how to scan the body and things like that, and but he saw things in people that he didn't want to tell them. And so he mm. thought it wasn't such a great gift. Gotcha, gotcha. You know, when you see somebody who has cancer and they don't know it yet, right. you don't want to be the messenger. Right, right. So, Yeah, that's true. But you can always, like, encourage them, like, hey, maybe you want to, you know, go to a doctor, check things out. Or maybe you want to, like, eat healthier or something like that, you know. Yeah. I, I think, like, you, you, may, you don't have to give them the direct message, but you can uh, give them some support that yeah. you know they might need. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. so let me just ask you. So, so Saint Germain, <laughs> a rather fascinating last name. Uh, 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 is it uh, from your father's side, or is it something you've adopted? <clears throat> this was a name I was told to change my name to. Ah, okay. And I was um, doing a numerology report for someone else, and uh-huh. I was told to run the numbers on Maureen Saint Germain, and I could see that it was pretty magical. It was a very um, highly evolved master number and so after i did this i i kind of sat with it and then i finally said am i supposed to change my name yes (laughs) and so um Uh. i was going through a divorce at the time and i Uh. um called my divorce attorney and said um you keep asking me if i want to change my name what if i just picked a name out of a hat Uh and he said well maureen i don't think it really matters how do you spell that (laughs) <laughs> now, when I got done spelling it, I'm thinking, you know, I'm just checking my options here. I'm not ready to make a decision yet. And he said, it's a good thing you called me today because tomorrow it would be too late. We're filing oh, the paperwork wow. tomorrow morning. Huh. And that's one of the signs of, of work with the Ascended Masters uh, is that they do put your feet to the fire. Yeah. And you have to decide, am I in or not? Right, right. So, um, but what, um, what was not, um, what's the word, what um, another piece to this puzzle is that when I, I grew up Catholic, mm-hmm. and you pick your own confirmation name, so my confirmation name is Germaine as well. Oh, wow. And the third part to that puzzle is um, one of my good friends asked a pretty famous psychic uh-huh. about his relationship with me because he felt very close to me. Uh-huh. And he said, you were a, a ship captain, and Maureen was... St. Germain's uh, um, beloved. And so I joke around and say he didn't give me his name in that lifetime, but he made sure I had it in this one. (laughs) Oh, that's great. That's great. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Well, I personally have my own uh, spiritual connection to to St. Germain, so uh, whenever I see that, I, I always pay attention. Right. He was one of my very first teachers, so... Yeah. Yeah, I'm very fortunate that I was given that command, because I really don't think I would have done it, you know? Right. I was living in New York at the time. It mm-hmm. was a corporate world, you know? Yeah. It's hard to do things like that. Ah. You know, you don't want to look really strange. So, so you actually did have a normal, kind of worked in the corporate world, a normal I life did. before you did all this. Okay. Yeah, so I let, worked let, in New York City for uh-huh. a long time, and then um, I moved to the West Coast, and I worked there for a while, and I worked in... Um, Wisconsin. Oh, wow. Um, the last job I had was as a lobbyist for a state trade association. So I was writing legal briefs, wow. of all things. Wow. Amazing. Um, Amazing. Okay. Let's hold it there because we're going to take a quick commercial break. And, and when we come back, I, I just want to briefly kind of talk about, well, how did you go from that quote unquote normal life into what you're doing now? And then let's really get into the Akashic Records. Okay. Sounds 
Sounds good. All right, wonderful. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We do this every Thursday, 12 noon Eastern to 1 p.m. right here on talkradio.nyc and on Facebook Live. And we will be right back after these messages. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you stuck in a rut? Negative thoughts, feelings, and conversations got you down? Hi, I'm Noreen Sumter, the Potentiator. Tune in every Tuesday at 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time and listen for new ideas on my show, Beyond Potential, Live Life Your Way, on talkradio.nyc. Who do you want to connect with? Are you an entrepreneur or intrapreneur looking to build your following? Welcome to our show. Follow, Follow Me Friday, Friday with Joan and Priya. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern on talkradio.nyc. We're, We're your, your digital, digital connectors. connectors. Woo woo! <laughs> <laughs> Talking Alternative Radio. 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. Welcome on Facebook Live, Sue, Maria, Dan, Pat. Thank you all for tuning in. Uh, we're talking this hour with Maureen St. Germain, author of the book, Opening the Akashic Records. Okay, so Maureen, before we went to break, you know, we're kind of giving people a little bit of your background. And, and you know, you, you started off in life, uh, quote unquote, fairly normal, right? You're writing legal briefs. And, and even though you were kind of, you know, in, in some ways, it sounds like like the, this this spiritual gifts are kind of in your genes because you said your mom, your dad were, were pretty sensitive people. Um, and, and and even though this was sort of a part of your life, it wasn't like your whole life. What was it that kind of finally made you take that leap from like you know working on normal stuff to saying, okay, I'm I'm just going to put both feet in and 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 jump and and see what happens. Um. Well. You know, this was, I call it, I was in the closet for a long time, and I was leading study groups privately and uh, doing a lot of things, like, under the visible spectrum, you know, of my right, public life. Right, And um, <clears throat> I got to the point where, when I got um, hired by my um, last job, they knew that I was already leading seminars. Uh. And I think the the head of that company thought I would eventually drop that, uh-huh. But I was very for- straightforward. Look, you know, I'm, I'm doing seminars on the weekends, blah, blah, blah. Ah, okay. So um, I had quite a bit of vacation built up, and I put in for, you know, three Fridays in a row, which was mm-hmm. a mistake. I should have put in for them one at a time. Ah, and okay. the head of the organization went crazy, even though I had all this vacation time available. Right. And he denied it. Ooh. Now, as a... Um, um, uh, you know, a management employee, mm-hmm. as long as I show up for four hours of any day, according to the state laws where I was, mm-hmm. that counted as a work day. Ah, uh, okay. So I came in at 4 a.m. Uh. that Friday <laughs> that I needed to go away, and he was already in the office. Oh, my God. He was so happy to see me, but then when I checked out at 9 o'clock in the morning or 10 o'clock, whatever it was, because I needed to catch a plane, right. that's when he made up his mind that I was done. Uh, and so um, it was a very friendly parting. Mm-hmm. Um, I was given a nice check and um, a fabulous letter of recommendation, which I never used because I never uh, went anywhere else but this work. Right. And I went full time. Wow. And what had happened is three weeks earlier, when he uh, he gave me this, you know, lecture about being there on Fridays, 
I said, but my constituency is always gone on Friday. People I work for take off on Friday. They go to their boats, whatever, you know. So he said, well, I like to see you on Friday. And I thought, yeah, right, this is just, you know, whatever. So I went to the altar and said, okay, I think I'm done here, and I'm ready to go full time. So if that's my path, I'm, I'm letting go. Mm. I'm letting go of my need to have this safety net, so to speak, you know, mm. the regular job. Uh. And I had four kids, and I had oh, put wow. three of them through college. So Jeez. there was a big money machine going on at yeah. my house. Yeah, I can imagine. And, um, <clears throat> Two weeks later, that's when I got my pink slip. Uh, and uh, we laughed when he <laughs> let me go. You know, at one point he said, I need your keys. And I reached in my purse and handed him my car keys with, with the business keys on it. <laughs> Not even thinking about it, he said, I need your keys. I handed him my keys. Uh, and he looks at me and he says, I don't need your car keys. And we both burst out <laughs> laughing. I mean, it was really that's a very great. interesting way to walk out. And, but I had been doing this work part-time for a long time, for a couple I of years. And see. so the other part of it was I said to myself at, at one point along that continuum, you know, I've made about 20K doing this part-time business. I wonder if I worked at it full-time, what I could do. Right, right. Wow. So oh, that's when I, you know, started to unhook. And, of course, having one of my sons graduate from college, um, and he was a bit, it was a big expense, mm-hmm. uh, also was... You know, it's like timely. Right. I got the right. pink slip and, right. you know, he was done. So it's easy. Good, good. So, yeah, it made life a little easier. So it sounded like the universe really conspired to help you to, to really do this full time. I agree. Maybe I a little agree. bit before you thought you were ready, but the universe knew you were ready. Exactly. Uh-huh. And, you know, to be fair, I always thought this would be my hobby. I always uh-huh. thought this would be my, my passion but then I still need to be in the corporate world, you know, uh, because yeah. we have these beliefs about right. everything. Right, <laughs> so, yeah. exactly. So Le- Lisa Zimmerman, you know Lisa Zimmerman on I Facebook do. Live? She says, she gives us a big shout out. She said, two beautiful lights and people I love, me and you. <laughs> oh, that's great, Lisa. Love you too. Um, nice. Uh, so, so, okay. So, and, and I mean, this is, I think really important for people to get that, you know, sometimes we, you know, when we're tuned in and, and, and we do this work, I mean, I've, well, I, I'm, I kind of like just ended up doing this stuff, uh, more because I was an entrepreneur and I had the freedom and it was like, um, you know, I call myself the conscious consultant because I was a business consultant before. And then when I realized like I had a talent or some skill to help people get past, issues using energy it was like okay i'm still a consultant i'm just a different kind of one but you know that oftentimes you know we think it's always so easy or so clear cut that that we think you know we see people like yourself who's been doing this for so many years it's like oh they must have known they must have just you know and and sometimes no we don't know right it's we just it's true it's just saying yes to life at the moment yeah absolutely no question there were scary moments when i couldn't make the rent and here in New York City, I called my landlord. And I, again, I attracted amazing people mm. because my landlord, Michael, said to me, well, when do you think you'll have it? And I said, I don't know, maybe in the next 10 days. I've got a big workshop coming up, and I'm pretty sure I'm going to get a lot of signups. And he said, okay, just send it to me when you have it. <laughs> oh, Wow. New York City. And New York City of all places. Amazing, yeah. amazing, amazing. Yeah, pretty special. So yeah. I have always been, um, you know, and this is the thing that, that we need to claim for ourselves. Right. And it goes back to your opening quote. Yeah. We are always guided and we're always, um, you know, the choices we make are, are governed by our free will. Right. And we enhance those choices when we ask for help. When we ask yeah. for guidance. Yeah. And in my case, I learned a process um, from my own guidance on how to always check in and get accuracy. Ah. And so even before I'm, I um, rented that apartment, I asked guidance if that was right. And, and by the way, I had two apartments in that building, not just one. Wow. <laughs> one was my office and one was my yeah, yeah. Um, living space. So I had, you know, once again, I went from zero. I moved to New York City with a $60,000 debt. Oof. Um, so I really went from 
all, you know, a negative number to a very prosperous thing within a few years. And wow. so, so let me ask you, because I want to just move along, you know, the, the, the how we're slipping by. Um, you've now been doing this work full time for how many years? Since 1994. 94. Wow. Now, you know, those are, or, or I guess most people consider those kind of the early days because a lot of this work, a lot of this spirituality and stuff has become much more mainstream. It's much more in the popular conversation and stuff. How have you seen things change just in terms of people you work with and how people are, how open they are to your message? How are things different today than they were in 94? Well, I think you nailed it when you said how, how people are so much more open ah. to the idea mm-hmm. of something that can't be defined by science right now. Right. Um, so that's, that's probably the first thing. Okay. And then the second thing is I see people all over the world mm-hmm. who are interested in you and right. loving and kind. And when I read in the newspapers or on the Internet, this whole divide thing. Yeah. I don't believe it. It's not true. <laughs> My yeah. personal experience is it is completely not true. Right. I talk to cab drivers everywhere I go. I right. talk, you know, I just talk to people and um, I have great experiences. I have my current assistant because I agreed to talk to somebody and it turns out that the people I talked to were actually the family that was my mother's best friend. Oh, and we wow. were in L.A., and I grew up in Ohio Oh wow. when this happened. It was an amazing story. Um, wow, incredible. Yeah, very, yeah very so that's cool. the thing. It's like, you know, we have a tendency to think because in the media there's so much fear and so much violence that we think the whole world is falling apart. And, and the reality more is um, it, we're coming together. That, that, yes, we that, are. That people are the same everywhere around the world. We all want the same things. We want freedom. We want health. We want abundance. We want vitality. We want to be loved, and we want to love people. And that it's 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 you know all this quote unquote woo woo stuff isn't really that woo woo because really so many people all want just the same thing. It's just that's not what's in the conversation because that doesn't sell newspapers and it doesn't sell advertisement. Yeah. Right. Well, I think that's starting to change. Yes. I saw a news um, team the other day that said they decided they were only going to give good news for a month. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. Oh, awesome. Awesome. That's amazing. Yeah. All right. Um, I want to go out to break now. I, I got like a minute left, but I want to go out to break now because I just want to stop. And when we come back, I want to start talking about your book, Opening the Akashic Records. Let's talk about what the Akashic Records are, how to access them, and all about them. Okay? Sweet. Awesome. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. Ooh, and Pat, my friend from England, says uh, thank you for sharing. Actually, I don't know if you know Pat, Pat Duckworth. Um, Yes, I do. Yeah, a good friend of mine, too. (laughs) Yes, I do. Hello, Pat. So she sends her love as well. See, we both got a lot of mutual friends, I think. (laughs) Mutual fans out there. Okay, everybody, please stay tuned. We'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Do you love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. And welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. A little bit of technical glitch there. Um, so, Maureen, you uh, recently came out with this book, Opening the Akashic Records. I'm holding it up yes. for everyone on Facebook. And this is available like everywhere, Amazon, bookstores, all over the place. 
Right. Um, why did you, what, what uh, inspired you to write a book about the Akashic Records now? Um, <clears throat> I was teaching in China, and I was teaching oh. in Taiwan. Oh, wow. And my tiny Taiwanese hosts wanted me to put a book out on the material that I was teaching, which was the Akashic Records. Ah. And so it actually came out in Chinese first. Oh, really? Oh, this is available in Chinese? I actually know somebody who, who uh, wants to learn about Akashic Records who's Chinese. <laughs> Interesting, yeah. I have a few Chinese books in my office. You can put them in touch with me. Oh, okay, wonderful. Um, wow. So, so, so that, you know, they, they were the ones who asked me to write the book. Mm. So I wrote the book in, in uh, Chinese, and um, <clears throat> a couple of years went by because our, my publisher, Inner Tradition, said kept saying to my book agent, why do we need to write another book on the Akashic Records? There's so many books out there already. And her answer was, you don't have one for Maureen St. Germain. <laughs> and finally they said, okay, let's do it. And um, this book is, is really much richer than the original. Uh -huh. And I had the time to think about what would I have put in if I had remembered to put it in, you know, that uh -huh. kind of thing. Okay. So the book has lots of tools, lots of information on why we do things the way we do, but I know you want to ask what my definition is. Yes. So what are, for, for our audience who's not as familiar, what, is, what are the Akashic Records and why should we care? Very good question. So the Akashic Records are a field, an energetic field, if you will, of the data set that records everything that we have ever done in all of our lives, in all of our lives, mm. and all of the potentials that we have considered. So when you and I think about doing something, maybe we change our mind at the last minute, there's still a record of that that will eventually fade away because it uh, didn't go to its conclusion. I see. So the potential is there. Now, <clears throat> the word Akasha is Sanskrit for mm -hmm. sky. And so a lot of authors are choosing to use the word Akasha to refer to anything that is unworldly or not of this world. Ah, I see. And that adds to the confusion because the Akashic Records are a very specific right. domain right. of data. Right. And um, when uh, Edgar Casey was a <clears throat> channel, when mm -hmm. he, you know, he began doing this, these trances and, right. and channeled, he didn't believe in reincarnation. He was a devout Christian and he met a man who was very interested in theosophy. And this man wrote out a standard, standardized way to question, you know, like what may be known about this person's life uh. and their experiences and blah, blah, blah. And it led to Casey giving what's called life readings. Mm -hmm. And during the life readings that he gave for himself, mm -hmm. he announced that he had been this famous person in Egypt and this person in another life. And, you know, so he came to believe in reincarnation, even though it wasn't part of his own belief system. And he oh, said in the uh, okay. trances that he was pulling the information from the person and from the Akashic Records. When people said, well, where is this coming from? He would say it came from the Akashic Records. Oh, then see. later when he was asked, well, what are the Akashic Records? He said it was the Book of Life. Mm. And you probably know this famous phrase, may, you be a, may your name may be, inscribed be inscribed in the in Book, Book of Life. Because yes. it said it Rosh Hashanah, right? Yes, yes. Oh, interesting, interesting. I didn't realize that Casey didn't believe in, in reincarnation until he actually gave reincarnated readings. Um, yeah, I mean, he didn't believe it. He didn't, I mean, even if he was giving readings to somebody else and they believed right. it, he didn't, he didn't, you know, get into it. Right. But then when readings, when he was giving readings on himself, Right. That's when he had to really look it in the eye. Right, right. So, so how does it help people to access their Akashic records? When you give someone an Akashic record reading, how does that help them in their life? Uh, it helps them understand the circumstances and the situations that they are in. Mm -hmm. The access to the Akashic Records is a new dispensation. Mm. It's only really been out for since the 80s. Right. Um, prior to that, it was pretty much mystics and shamans who were a right. accessing the records. And the dispensation was because we're at the end of an era, the end of an age. Many people talk about it and call it the Kali Yuga. Mm -hmm. But we're transforming ourselves from a society 
mm-hmm. where our spirituality is at a lower level than our uh, science, mm-hmm. and we're catching up. Mm-hmm. So part of that catch-up is let's let them take an open book test. Mm-hmm. So I kind of joke around and say, uh. well, opening the book of, <laughs> of life is like taking an open book test. When you get that information, it's so much easier to make a decision that's pleasing to everyone. Right, right. Gotcha, gotcha. And so what's your experience when, when a client comes to you and, and, you, and you do an Akashic Record reading? Like, how does it look and how does it feel to you? Um, each person is different. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had body sensations where ah. a client asks, you know, tell me about my son. Mm-hmm. And I got the sharp pain in my neck. And I, oh. you know, had not moved. And I remember mm-hmm. thinking to myself in the moment, I haven't moved. What's mm-hmm. that all about? And then it came again. And then I asked, am I to tell her she's being a pain in the neck? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and she did what you're doing. She burst out laughing. Thank God. I was very nervous about that one. Uh. Um, sometimes I see images. Like there was a time a friend of a friend sent her friend to a get a session with me, but she didn't, she really wasn't part of our family, if you know what I mean. Right. And <clears throat> opening remarks, I told her that she didn't have to fuss with her life jacket. I could see her fussing with her life jacket, like a life preserver when you get on a boat. Uh-huh. And the record keeper said to her, you know, you don't have to worry about your life preserver and you don't have to fuss with it so much when you get on your boat. First words out of her mouth were, how did you know I had a boat? And I started to laugh when I thought, I didn't know you had a boat. That came from the record keepers. Wow. You know, and, and it's a way for people to get it. I am not the knower. I am the conduit. Right. I am the servant in that moment. Right. And so... Right. Um, now, in your book, Opening the Akashic Records, you actually talk to people, you, you explain to people how they can access their own Akashic Records, right? That's right. That's right. So, so, so why don't you, you know, just talk a little bit about that? I mean, you've got to go out and buy the book, but I mean, give people like a little taste. Okay. So what we do is we say a sacred prayer, and we say it in a specific manner, um, and then that opens the gate. Hmm. And it is like a stargate Mm -hmm. and what that means is the akashic records are in the 11th dimension Mm -hmm. so from our vantage point it would be a real trek to get past sixth dimension seventh dimension eighth dimension and so on to get all the way to 11 but we have this little shortcut so we use that then Mm -hmm. i also teach people markers and this is something that i don't think anyone else does Uh and a marker is a way to know you're in you know like Uh when you're looking on your phone if you have all the bars are big, you know you got a good connection. Right. So the markers are like that. And the markers can be various body sensations or experiences. So I give people uh, a list of what the standard ones are, what most people have. Mm-hmm. But people have their own. Mm-hmm. So um, you can have this sensation of pressure on your mm-hmm. chest. Mm-hmm. It doesn't hurt, mm-hmm. but it, it feels like there's something Some pressing yeah. on your chest. Uh-huh. A lot of people get what I call the soundless sound, and it's that, but it's, it gets really big inside your head. Mm-hmm. So it's not obnoxious or uncomfortable, but it's definitely a way to recognize it. Mm-hmm. Other people get um, a sensation like a pulse. Mm-hmm. Um, and another one that I, I named the hammock effect is this feeling of being so loved and nurtured. And it just fills you up. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to describe, which is why I, I labeled it the hammock effect. Mm-hmm. But once you have it, it's, it's definitely clear to you that that's what that is. Mm-hmm. So then you have the trust that the information is real. Mm-hmm. Initially, every one of us, including me, doubted it. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, even though I'm, I was reading for clients, I remember telling a friend, I think I'm, I feel like I'm making it up. But then they say, <laughs> how could you know that? So uh, the clients are giving us the confirmation, but the ability is there for everyone, every right. single person, no matter where you're at in your spiritual path. Right. And that's really amazing. Right. And the record keepers are always loving, but they, they also don't, um, what is it, they don't spare words in terms of if you need to change. Uh-huh. You know, I, I tell stories of how right. um, a woman asked about her own integrity and the record keepers told her that she had 80% integrity, and it was mostly due to bad habits and huh. patterns that she had adopted. 
and as she began to do this work, it would she would be able to clean that up. Oh wow! Okay, pretty cool. And see, it's always done in such a loving way right. that you can't really. First of all, you don't feel like you need to resist it. Right. You know, usually, when someone gives you a criticism, first thing you want to do is defend yourself. Right. And so that that feeling of being nurtured and cherished is so strong that you don't feel the need to defend yourself. You're not in right. a, you, you know, you, me kind of an environment. Right, right. So you can hear it. And then the second thing that happens is their words are very supportive and loving and sweet. And that's mm-hmm. another marker. They mm-hmm. often say to the person, dear one, blah, blah, blah. And when I'm teaching a class, I don't tell them these things. Mm-hmm. And then when I ask them to share their answers, and, you know, three people stand up and they all say, dear one, it's pretty clear that that's <laughs> happening for a lot of people. Right. And it helps everyone understand that, yeah, it's real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's otherworldly, right. but it is real. So, so besides the book, you actually hold classes and workshops and teach people how to do this in person, right? Yes, I do. I teach in New York, and I teach a lot in Asia. Oh, and okay. um, I teach on, I've taught on the West Coast, and I taught in a lot of cities. I've been starting to get more invitations again. Um, I used to teach another course that I was, you know, that's why I was all over the world. But so, so my for my friends here in New York, uh, when, when's your next course here in New York? I don't know the answer. Oh, Probably okay. <laughs> in the fall, in September. In the fall. Oh, I'm right, just cool. today is the last day of a four part, uh, an eight part series. Four parts, level one. Four parts, level two. Ah. So um, okay. But well, I did teach a live class in New York earlier this year in February. Oh, okay. Well, you'll let me know when the next one is, and I'll get the word out to everybody here. That'd be great. Awesome. And, and um, I mean, I'm going to ask you next segment as well, but if people want to learn more about you, get your information, what's your website? MaureenStGermain.com. M-A-U-R-E-E-N-S-T-G-E-R-M-A-I-N.com. I can't make it any simpler than that. Um, awesome. Uh when you were coming up with this book, either initially or when you were coming up with sort of the English version of this book, was there anything that kind of came through you or that ended up getting put in the book that kind of surprised you in the process? Yes. Ah, I love that. It's a great question. Um, it's called An Exception to the Rule. Oh. And it's a story about Mary Magdalene. <coughs> ah, you okay there? <coughs> Sorry. No problem. <laughs> It's all right. Go, 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 go get a sip of water. Ah. So the story of Mary Magdalene and her lineage and what happened in I, terms... I tell you what, I tell you what, Maureen, let's take a break because it's about that time anyway. Take a break. You compose yourself, get a drink of water, and, and you'll answer that question when we come back, okay? Sounds good. Thank you. All right, everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, and we've been talking this hour with Maureen St. Germain, author of the book, Opening the Akashic Records, and we'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Best designs for your life start at home. I'm David Thiergartner, interior designer and host of At Home. Listen live Tuesday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern Time as we talk to the very best professionals about interior design and the design that's all around us right here on talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant. And on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. TalkingAlternative.com
welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We've been speaking this hour to Maureen St. Germain, author of the book, Opening the Akashic Records. Okay, Maureen, I know you had a little bit of a cough fit there. You, you all better now? Maureen, you there? Ah, maybe she's still drinking the water. Okay, so... Um, yeah. Oh, oh, I'm here. I'm so sorry. Oh. When I started yeah. to cough, I tried to mute. Sorry. Uh. <laughs> uh, yes, I'm doing much better. Thank you so much. No problem. Um, no problem. Okay, so, so exception to the rule. Tell us about it. Yes. This, and it, it's too big of a story for me to try and tell on the radio. We'd be on all, all day. Okay. The short version is it has to do with Mary Magdalene and the true history of Mary Magdalene. Oh. And that there was actually a space holder hiding the real truth. Oh. And how that unfolded for me, was an absolute um, mystery and surprise. And even when I was in the middle of the events, no one, including my own guides, gave me a heads up that this was coming. Oh, so wow. as you asked the question, I'm thinking, yeah, that was it for yeah. sure. <laughs> cool, cool. So, I mean, this is an awesome book. You guys, you absolutely have to go out and get it, opening the Akashic Records. Even if you think you know about the Akashic Records, you, you got to get this book. You're going to get some new information. So, Thank you. Um, Maureen, can can I uh, be vulnerable and put you on the spot and see if yes, there's? Yes, can. Uh, um, can you open my records and and maybe you know give me a, a little something? What what do they want me to know? What do they want you to know? Okay, well I already know your first and last name, so just take a moment here. Okay. Um, there's an opportunity that you've been waiting for that is coming mm-hmm. to fruition. Hmm. It will start to happen, but it won't actually go live until February of next year. Ah, okay. Um, just a moment. The record keepers want you to know that the work you are doing in this realm is absolutely stellar and that you are making a difference in every single person that listens. And if mm. only one person listens, mm. it would be worthwhile. But mm. you have a great audience, and you've worked hard to get there. Mm. And more is coming. Mm. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much. And as, as some of my audience might know, I'm actually, it's kind of interesting you say all that. I don't, you probably don't know this, but I'm actually in the process of doing a rebranding and actually creating a whole bunch of stuff. And I'm uh, creating my first book, and I'm in the process of creating my first book. So... Um, that there's a lot in the works. So wow, uh, I didn't know any of that. Yeah, <laughs> but um, I can tell you that yeah. I have um, occasionally been asked to do this. Mm-hmm. You know, like read on the spot, even if it wasn't set up that way. Right. And um, a great story that happened to me was where a man wanted to know what he could be do about the bad slash non-existent um, relationship he had with his daughter. Ah. And I remember groaning. And, and this was coming right from the record keepers. And they said that he had a certain mastery and that she had been his adversary in another lifetime. Oh. And he agreed to sponsor her. And she was still energetically feeling him as an adversary. Oh, and then they said, you get to love her anyway. Uh. And she gets to see him with new eyes. Oh. And then they told him to behave as if his relationship is loving and that it could take up to four years, mm-hmm. you know, for him to change his behavior and then to see results. Mm-hmm. Right. But that's cool stuff, you know. Yeah. I mean, you know, one of the biggest things for a parent is is losing the connection between your children. Yeah. And to be told, yeah, you'll get it back, but it's going to take four years. Right. That's better than not knowing. Right. Exactly. It's like okay, then you have some idea. You don't have to be like. A, you know, is this ever going to happen, or, or is it happening tomorrow? You know, okay, there's right, a time frame. Right. And I'm, in my own world, when I asked one time, well, when is my son going to appreciate me? And I had just lost my job, and um, it was a different, not the one I told you about, but a different mm-hmm. cycle. And I had just written a check for $2,000 for his college tuition and had no money in the bank. Mm. And in my head, they answered me right away, when he's 28, <laughs> exactly. I did the same thing you did. I burst out laughing, and oh, I realized so that I was holding a barrier. Right. That I was expecting him, you know, maybe five minutes from now or five days from now, but not five years from now. Yeah, yeah. And what happened, because I changed, 
and let go of the need right. to have uh, appreciation right. and, and began to understand that I did it because I wanted to. Right. Nobody made right. me write that check. Right, exactly. I wanted to do it. Exactly. And, and even if he wasn't going to be grateful, I still wanted to do it because yeah. I wanted to fulfill what I felt was my obligation. And I didn't have to wait till he was 28. Mm. But that's because in that moment, and that's what the soul growth thing is all about. Mm. Because up until then, I thought I was a pretty good parent. But when this happened, and I was told this, and I burst out laughing at myself, I realized, oh, I'm, I'm holding out, right. you know, this, this, cross this line first kind of a thing. Right, right, and right. when I stopped caring about that, it, then it happened a lot sooner. Yeah. Right, exactly. It's like once we drop the expectation, then there's more space and those things can, can actually manifest and come mm-hmm. together much quicker. L- mm-hmm. Let me ask you a quick question I've been dying to ask you. So individuals have Akashic Records. Do groups or like countries or nations or, you know, do, do, are there Akashic Records for more than just a person? Yes, and they're quite complex. Oh. And so, you're, you know, when a person asks about the nation, for example, mm-hmm. they want to have their question to be as precise and specific as possible. <laughs> and then right. they're going to get an answer that's kind of global, even, right. the, even though they've right. done their best to narrow it, you know. Right, right. So, yeah, there are records for everything. So, and from what I have been told in the records, mm-hmm. this information, this data set, mm-hmm. wasn't always there. Oh, no. It felt at a certain point after creation that it would be useful to have a record. Ah. And that's when they were started. Right, right. So, so let me just ask you sort of a general question in that context. Uh, you know, given, you know, what you said in, in, in about also, you know, how the world is not necessarily the way it's portrayed in the media, how are you feeling like the world is, or like where is the world going in the next, let's just say, two to five years? Like, are are things going to get crazier? Are they going to be more beautiful? Is it, you know, going to be still a lot of play of light and shadow? What what, what do you feel is is happening, unfolding now? Um, What I'm being told by the record keepers right now, it's going to be a three to five year process. And it's going to be like the difficult years of the teenager. They'll do something Uh, wonderful and then they'll do something stupid. And that will be us. So we'll see some forward movement. And then we'll see some movement that we would call backwards that we don't like. Right, right. And then we'll make, you know, some more forward movement. Right. And little by little, we're going to see it. But we're seeing pockets of this everywhere, you know. Yes, yes. Um, you see it with the recycling programs in New York City. Right. You see it in the, um, the way people handle phone calls. Right. You know, in the old day, you could call a credit card company and it would not be a pleasant experience. Right. But today it is. Yeah. Once you get through the electronic menu. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. No, people, companies are paying much more attention to customer service. You know, people are really kind of getting to understand that our reputation is so important um, that, you know, among people. So they're they're treating people much better. Um, And and a lot of companies are are treating employees much better. Now, this may not be. And you Across see it in board. investing, you know, green investing and oh yes, yes, unconscious water. I mean, everything. Right. Right. Yes. Across the board. And actually, like I know uh, we have a show on the network uh, that's all about nonprofits, and I know from that show that there is more money being donated and given to nonprofits than ever before. It's like over a trillion dollars last year was donated to nonprofits. I think people don't don't realize this. So you don't hear about this that much in in the common opinion. That's fantastic. Yeah. I do know that Americans are more generous than any other nation in the world. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah, it, 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 it's a different sort of mindset. It is. Um, so we only have a couple of minutes left to the show. What would you like the audience to know, you know, about this work and, and maybe just about spirituality in general um, that can help them to feel like, you know, just because they believe in this stuff or, 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 or they're beginning to kind of dip their toe in the waters that they're not crazy? Um, I think I would tell them to ask for a companion or a friend that they can confide in so that mm. they have a way to validate. Because mm. we, we humans do validate each other. And yeah. even if you get good information, you won't trust it unless you have a way to validate it. Yeah. And then I would also recommend 
that they get the book, Waking Up in 5D. Oh, yes, we didn't get a chance to talk about that. Yeah. This major transformation that we are going through and how to proactively reach for it instead of, you know, having it. It's like the wave in the ocean. You can either face the wave and let it hit you and you're ready and you brace yourself, or you can have your back on the, to the wave and be totally taken by surprise. Yes. So waking up in 5D kind of puts right, you facing right. that wave. Yeah, I know. I, 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 we really didn't even get a chance. You know, an hour goes by so quickly. But you have a, f- a couple of other books besides Opening the Akashic Records, Waking in 5D, and uh, what was the one about Flower of Life? Or? Yes, Beyond the Flower of Life. Beyond the Flower a of Life. Wonderful book on meditation practices that anybody who meditates can benefit from. Ah, good. You know, I, I have to get all your books. <laughs> I have, I have wait, opening the guys right. I got to get all your books because I've actually been, uh, you know, wanting to, to develop and create like a new meditation practice. I just kind of feel like, you know, the things I have are, are I don't know. I'm just we'll looking for some something stuff. different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a few things here in the city. Oh, wonderful. We have to get together and like have a cup of coffee or yes, a cup of tea and, and do stuff. So, so af- after so the show. I'm so grateful that you offered me the chance to do this on the radio. I really was looking forward to coming in and seeing you, yeah. but you can tell from my coughings, but I was getting over something, yes, and yes. I was so grateful when I got the message that I could bail and <laughs> do it over the phone. Yeah, no problem. No problem. But next time, do you, uh, really quickly, we only got about a minute left. Do you have uh, another book in the works? Are you working on something else? I do, but it's not been titled yet, so you'll okay. have to wait and see. So, I'm waiting and see myself. So when you know when that book's coming out, we'll have you back on, and we'll get you in studio that time so everyone can see your beautiful face. That sounds wonderful. Thank All you. All right, wonderful. And I want to wish everyone a day of heaven on earth mm. for you and everyone you come in contact with. Mm. Uh, beautiful. Thank you so much, Maureen. Again, Maureen St. Germain, your website is? MaureenStGermain.com, M-A-U-R-E-E-N-S-T. G-E-R-M-A-I-N.com. Dot com. Beautiful, beautiful. I, I have to ask you, uh, I, I, I know you have a middle initial J in here from the book. What's the J stand for? Jeanette. Jeanette. Oh, okay. Excellent. Well, Maureen, thank you so much. Everybody go out, you know, uh, just, just look for Maureen St. Germain on Amazon to see her other books, but get Opening the Akashic Records. If you want to learn more about the Akashic Records and that story about Mary Magdalene, it's actually in the epilogue. I haven't read it yet, so I'm looking forward to, to reading that now, now that you've piqued my interest. So thank you so much, Maureen. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. And thank you, all my loyal listeners, whether you're listening on talkradio.nyc on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, you know, um, I think the Conscious Consultant Hour is like on all of the major podcast platforms. If if there's a podcasting platform I'm not on that you want me to be on, let me know and we'll submit the RSS feed. Um, we'll do that. I, I really appreciate all of you. Uh, thank you for all the people interacting. Noreen, uh, uh, Lisa, uh, both Lisas. There are two Lisas interacting in the Facebook Live. Thank you all. I have another amazing guest next week, so make sure you stay tuned. Thursdays, 12 noon Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc or on Facebook Live. Thank you all. We will talk to you next week. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you stuck in a rut? Negative thoughts, feelings, and conversations got you down? Hi, I'm Noreen Sumter, the Potentiator. Tune in every Tuesday at 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time and listen for new ideas on my show, Beyond Potential, Live Life Your Way, on talkradio.nyc. Hey, all you crazy listeners. Looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at talkingalternative.com. 
The best designs for your life start at home. I'm David Thiergartner, interior designer and host of At Home. Listen live Tuesday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern Time as we talk to the very best professionals about interior design and the design that's all around us right here on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Talking Alternative. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. 